Okay, so um, remember when I told you last week that I wanted to be Usher when I grew up? Yeah, let's un let's unpack that a little bit more. All right, so I grew up singing and dancing and performing, like, and I was not good at any particular sport. So the arts were more of my calling. You know what I'm saying? And so from a young age, I started singing and taking dance lessons and acting and playing instruments, all that good stuff. And I think at the core of it all, like if I'm being super honest, I just wanted to use my gifts. Like I, I wanted to use every gift that I was given for a living. And at that time, there wasn't a better example of that than Usher Raymond IV, okay? I mean, that dude did everything and everybody knew him. Everybody knew him, okay? And the 90s and the early 2000s belonged to Usher. He was famous, okay? He was famous and I wanted to be just like him. I wanted to be famous too. And I think the draw of fame very quickly became my primary motivation. I mean, who wouldn't want to be famous? Come on now. Like, who wouldn't want to travel the world and have everybody know your name? Who wouldn't want to be known and adored by millions of people? Who would want to be famous? Not to discredit any of the work that Usher has put in, okay, to get where he is. He's worked hard. But in our world, there seems to be this inordinate gravitational pull toward fame. Right. And, and with the with the globalization of the world through the Internet, it doesn't seem very hard to be able to achieve a certain level of it. I mean, it's actually very convenient to be famous. Now, I'm reading through Genesis and I came across the story of the Tower of Babel. Now, I've read the story before, but I've never seen it jump off the page like this. Genesis 11 verses 1 to 4 says, at one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. They began saying to each other, let's make bricks and harden them with fire. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone and tar was used for martyr. Then they said, come, let's build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. The Bible says that as people migrated east, they found a plain in the land and settled there. They started to build a city so that they could build a tower so they could make a name for themselves. They could be famous and that would keep them from being scattered. It would keep them where they want it to be. It would be convenient for them. You see, fame and convenience often go hand in hand. And here's, here's why. It's actually quite easy to obtain fame. Like, obviously, the Internet has made that immensely easier. You can go viral in an instant on TikTok and be, quote unquote, you know, known by hundreds of thousands of people right now today. Fame in a consumption era really ain't that hard to achieve. Now, maybe all of us won't achieve that level of notoriety or Usher's level of success, but it's quite natural for all of us, every single one of us in our humanity, to want to make a name for ourselves. It is convenient to gravitate toward fame. It is difficult to resist it. It is convenient to gravitate toward fame. It is difficult to resist it. We will not naturally drift toward obscurity, not being known, not making a name for ourselves. And that's the struggle that we see in Genesis 11. You see the command from God in Genesis 1 actually was to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And then God gives the command again to Noah and his sons after the flood in Genesis 9, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, be scattered and repopulate the earth. But instead they chose what was convenient. They wanted to be known instead of being obedient. And that's the trapping of fame. 
Like he said, it's a false idol. It's a twisted truth because you are already known. You're already known by the most important person in the universe. Jesus knows your name. The one who hung the stars in the sky knows your name. The one who gave birth to existence knows your name. The only one who should be famous knows your name. And he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He has numbered the hairs on your head. He knows you and he loves you and he longs for you to know him. We were not built for fame. We were not created for convenience. We are known by God and it is our responsibility to make him known in the world, not to settle in the land, not to settle in our lives, not to get stuck in the rut of cultural Christianity or stuck in the rut of whatever the world is asking us to do, but to be fruitful, to multiply and expand the influence of the kingdom of God through the making of disciples, to fill the earth with the glory of God and the truth of a God who died to save us. We weren't called to be famous. We were called to make him famous. So, so let's do that today. Let's, let's resist the temptation to make ourselves known and do whatever we can to be obedient and go into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that Jesus has commanded us to do. Man, I hope that will put a fire under you today. But more than anything else, man, I hope you're encouraged. Let's make Jesus famous. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill, fill the earth with the glory of God. And let's come back together and talk about what God has done tomorrow. Talk soon.